0: Interrupt this transmission to bring you the following live broad
1: How's everyone doing today?
2: Woo! It's Wednesday! It's six o'clock somewhere. With Karina ready in her chair. And almost ten whole people watching from home. Are you ready? I said. Are you ready?
1: It's time
2: for the so Joe Show. Look, I fixed
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> I had an issue uh, last week where it just like hung for like 30 seconds before it cut to us. And I was like, what the hell? I got I to gotta fix it. And I forgot all about it until I accidentally pressed the 559 button. And it was sitting here like, wait a second. Why didn't this cut to us, like to the, to the split screen here? And then I realized, oh, I see what happened. There's a, there's a delay uh, before the music turns off. So like when I cut back to this scene, the music doesn't play again. Um, so there's a delay and I put it before the switch to the camera instead of before the delay or
2: before the cutoff for the music. So,
0: yeah, that, that explains last well, week. But-
2: if you go back and watch last week's episode, like not live, the rerun, like all of the stuff of us talking about it being early and everything is there, like it's part of the video. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I know. <laughs> oh, okay. I,
0: I, I hit the button a couple of seconds late this week because I'm like looking at I, I'm I don't I still don't have the clock on my stream deck. I'm looking at like the one on my iPad. <laughs> it's like, oh wait, that second hand just passed by where six uh, you know five fifty nine. <laughs> Oh, well, uh, Karina, not here again. Karina's not here again this week. She's taken, uh, she, she took a shift at work. Hopefully she'll be back next week. Uh, no promises. (laughs) So, uh, but, uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Uh, Kirsten, welcome. Thank you for hanging out on both Twitch and getting our, our number up there. (laughs) All one of you. Um, and also on YouTube and hopefully other people will join us. Normally, Laura's here yelling at us that she doesn't want us to be on the air, and uh, it's a holiday. It's it's like the biggest drinking night of the year here, so I don't know how many people are actually tuning in from the U.S., uh, but I'm surprised Laura's not here, because it's not Thanksgiving there. I don't know. Maybe it's a holiday I don't know about. Who knows? Probably. Anyway. Today is also the day the uh, mask mandate goes into effect. Or was that yesterday? It was yesterday. Yesterday. It was yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. The mask mandate in uh, Erie County went into effect, uh, which, I mean, that's phase one. Phase two is going to be to um, require vaccines for things like dining and uh, movies and, you know, stuff like that, uh, which you know, for all you complaining about this mask mandate, be glad I'm not the Erie County executive. Cause we would have skipped straight to phase two. Like th- this mask mandate wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a thing. It would be, you guys have to be vaccinated to do anything. I mean, you already, yeah, ha- yeah, I,
2: yeah, I agree.
0: <laughs> you already have to be to go to like Sabres games and bills games. And still we have a, a large chunk of the population.
2: That's just like, well, I'm just not going to go to things now. Like there's a few venues that were already requiring vaccine.
0: Uh, specifically Mohawk and uh-huh. Nietzsche's were, uh, and yeah. now uh, a couple of other venues have added uh, one that comes to mind is good bar. Um, I guess, I, I guess the reason they went with the mask mandate instead of the vaccine mandate is uh, from what I, what uh, Mark Polon has said is restaurant owners were kind of like, we don't think it's fair to our staff to have to check everybody's vaccination cards. And I could see that, I guess, to an extent. Uh, you know, when you've got a place like Mohawk or a place like Nietzsche's, a place like Good Bar, you've got a door guy who's sitting there and able to check all IDs and everything because he's taking IDs and taking money. So he might as well check the uh, the, the uh, vaccine cards too. Um, and, okay. you know, restaurants don't necessarily have theirs, Laura. Uh she wouldn't go to a venue with a vaccine mandate so she gets to stay home. Surprise,
2: stay home. surprise, surprise.
0: <laughs> but uh but yeah, I mean I, so I I could see that but I mean cuz I guess that would that would probably require a restaurant to hire another staff member to kind of sit at the door and just be like you got your vaccine card? Okay, go ahead.
2: Who wants to do that fucking job?
0: Yeah, right. I don't know. I mean I wouldn't fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds like soul crushing boredom. And this is coming that from just a. It
2: sounds like you have to deal with people who are just assholes on a regular basis, face to face.
0: That's also true. I know, I, I know a thing or two about jobs with, uh, that are nothing but soul crushing boredom because I worked overnights in a hotel for 15 years.
2: <laughs> so I, I worked retail management for 10. So I would actually be at my store right now. Fun. No. <laughs>
0: no, I, I, I know. I would be uh, doing this show and then scrambling to get ready in a half an hour and get out the door to get to work if I were still working my previous job. So thankfully, I work at home. <laughs> I, uh, speaking of assholes, I almost got into a fight the other night. You're one of the few people that knows this. I, I haven't. Ooh, I love the story. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't told a lot of people about that. I almost got into a fight the other night. I was at the Anti Flag show, and uh, you know, we we, we caught uh, we caught Doll Skin. We we caught them from like you know halfway back in the venue, just like we had just gotten downstairs because I got introduced to uh, Bad Cop, Bad Cop's merch people, uh, who are like huge AEW fans. And apparently also work for less than Jake and my buddy Brandon knew them. So he was like, Oh, you got to meet these. You got to meet these two. Like, and you know, the dude, the bad cop, bad cop, merch guys wearing an Adam Cole t-shirt. His girlfriend's wearing a Britt Baker t-shirt. So it's like, ah, that's cool. <laughs> you know, that's, that's adorable. Couples, uh, couples wardrobe. <laughs> uh, so I was talking to them and I'm like, all right, all right I got to go downstairs. I want to watch the bands. So I uh, went back down, watched uh doll skin from like, you know, half, halfway back of the venue. Um, And then we got up front for bad cop and we stayed up for anti-flag. And the reason I did this is uh, because it was an AEW Adam Cole shirt. Uh, Laura asked. Um, So we stay up front for anti-flag because, uh, you know, Karina loves anti-flag. And so it's like, all right, cool, we'll stay up here. But I already knew like it was going to be a bad time just because like I was getting bumped around during bad cop. And I'm just like, uh, people are going this nuts for bad cop, bad cop. This is going to get insane for anti-flag. But I'm like, you know what? I'm okay. I'm going to stay up here because Karina wants to be up here. She loves this band. I'm going to stay up here for her. Well, some overly aggressive asshat decides to start, like, pushing and shoving. And I kind of, uh, you know pushed him back a little bit with my elbow and he started doing it again. So I did it again. I turn around, I look him dead in the eyes and then he starts getting right up in my, you know, right up, you know, and and, and he's like right up on my back with his arms up and his ear, his elbows right in my ear. So I'm still like trying to shove this dude back. And like, finally I'm uh, getting pissed off, start really throwing elbows at the dude. Uh, And then we kind of start going face to face. Some big dude just got right in the middle and just kind of broke everything up right then. And I like took a swing at the guy. I, I felt like I hit Karina. She says I didn't. <laughs> I apologized profusely because I thought I did. Um, but she says I didn't. I don't think
2: she's lied to you about that.
0: I don't think so either. Um, and she was, you know, and, and like I, um, you know, I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to go watch from the back. Have fun. And I just storm off and I go stand, like, I just walk, like, way towards the back of the room. And I turn around and Karina's right there with me. I'm like, you, you can stay up there. I know you really want to see these dudes. Like, I just, like, I'm not into the band. I just, I'll watch from back here. And you go have fun. And she said, no, 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 it's fine. I'm going to stay back here with you. And I'm just like, you don't, you really don't have to do that. But she insisted. And then she was saying like, she wishes she would have taken a few swings at that dude. Because that dude was just being an asshole. You know, <laughs> like I ended up, uh, I messaged my buddy Brandon after the show. Because we didn't say goodbye to them. Uh, him and his girlfriend and her friend. And we, uh, so I just messaged
2: him. I was goodbye, show, my, my favorite. favorite. What's that? Irish goodbye, my favorite.
0: Yeah, so I shot him a message. I'm like, dude, I, uh, I'm sorry we bailed without saying goodbye. I was just fighting with some overly aggressive asshat and decided to watch the rest of the show from the back. And I saw the dude on the way out, and I was, like, so tempted to just, like, shove him, but I'm just like, no, I want to come back here and watch some shows someday, maybe play here someday. I'm not going to start a fight with some fucking random asshole. Like, let me just get outside, get my Uber, and go home
2: right call good yeah. job proud
0: so, of you so we kind of went out and uh i met this dude Aiden uh who was friends with uh with uh with Brian um who actually uh i i never i didn't know him uh before Brian passed he actually reached out to me like right after uh there's this picture of Brian at the Everclear show and the dude standing right next to him is this dude Aiden and i guess they didn't know each other at the time um and i always tell the story of that picture where i'm just like Brian showed up at 4:30. I showed up at six. Uh, I rolled out of bed at five and showed up at s- like 6:45 and was right next to Brian for Everclear. <laughs> um, and uh, so I, this dude was like right in front of me at the show. I met him, and then like we were chatting after the show, and he was like, "Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. You know, if some dude is right up behind you like that, uh, you shouldn't use your elbows. Use your ass. Really grind in there and push him back. Wink a little. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe." They like that, though. Sometimes, sometimes. it's it, You know, they, they never like the elbow most of the time. Where was the show at?
2: Uh, this was at the rec room. Ah, uh, okay, okay. I've so, only been there once so, to see uh, temple.
0: So if anybody from After Dark is listening, I did not start a fight at your venue. I, I actively <laughs> walked past the dude without fighting him, just walked right by him, left the building, didn't cause shit, like... Because, and that was out of respect to the venue, and also out of respect to not wanting to get arrested, not wanting to get hurt before I go to San Francisco next month. Like, just, you know, logic kind of took over after I stepped back, and, like, I'm standing there, Karina's watching the band, she's singing along, I'm texting you guys. <laughs> like guys, Hey, guess what just happened? (laughs) (laughs) And then Ryan and I just get into this uh, whole discussion over, uh, you know, there's just something about anti-flag that we just can't put our finger on why we don't like them, but we just don't like them.
2: And uh, I was a part of that discussion too.
0: Yes, you were. (laughs) And I, I kind of uh, like, and I was just, But, like, while I was up front, I'm, like, observing the band because that's what Brian used to go to shows to do was, like, observe the band and learn and and take some things away from that and, and, you know, um, kind of, uh, you know, pick up some ideas of things to do on stage, you know, ways to play, uh, stuff like that, which I've, you know, I've done. I've brought, uh, like, when I saw... um, Geez, the name escapes me. <laughs> uh, the bomb pops. When I saw the bomb pops, I was like, "Oh man, that that was really cool." I'm gonna do something like that, and started uh, playing one of our oldest song, actually our oldest song, a little bit differently because of the way, you know, because I've, of something I picked up from them. So I'm trying to watch like Anti Flag and do the same thing, and um, but I I immediately get caught up in uh, like the the guitar player vocalist. Uh, his name is Justin Sane. Justin Sounds Sane. Correct. Um, and, and I only know this cause it was on his guitar picks. I could see them from where I was. So I'm like, I'm, I'm looking at his guitar and I'm like, wait a second. That's a, he's playing an LTD guitar. That's a, that's like ESP's low end models. Like they're the, the Epiphone to their Gibson, um, and I'm looking, at, and, and I know this because I have a very similar guitar. So I start kind of trying to see what the model is, because on, on those uh, LTD guitars, the older models have uh, on the 12th fret, the model name, and on the newer ones, it's on, it's on the headstock. But I'm looking, I'm, I'm like trying to figure out what that is. And then after I figured out what kind of guitar it is, I start looking and I see he's got seven strings on this guitar. One is not straight, And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on with this guitar? And then I'm like, so now I'm looking at all the different parts of this dude's guitar. Like, something is wrong with this guitar. And uh, he just kind of modded a seventh string on it, which is weird because I don't pick up any kind of like seven string vibes from any of their music. And it's just, it just looks weird to me. And it, so like, then as I'm standing in the back, I'm just like, how much does that guitar cost? Oh, it's only 400 bucks on reverb right now. Like, and it's only supposed to have six strings. So, yeah, this dude did some weird ass fucking modification to his guitar. I don't like it.
2: <laughs> I'm sure it makes it so much easier to play.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> it's just a, cause like, Like, the strings, like, I noticed first the string spacing was, like, tiny. It was, like, because it was, like, half half the width it should be. Just between the, you know, the the two low-end strings. And I'm just, what the fuck is going on with this guitar? And that was the only thing I could think of other than, like, you know, so far, all the songs I like by these guys are the ones the bass player sings. (laughs) Which you know uh, it's nothing uh, you know it's nothing against the the vocals from the guitar player it's more of like the songs he sings are stupid
2: jeez were you watching anti flag or were you watching alkaline trio
0: <laughs> i mean i did see alkaline trio a couple of weeks ago so <laughs> yeah um buying a seven string guitar is way too corporate for a punk of that caliber i guess <laughs>
2: Well, they're trying to work some corn songs into their set. I guess. It's just, it was just. That shit's was, back now.
0: Yeah. It was just off putting to me, though, as a guitar player who owns a similar guitar, you know, a, a slightly lower end model, but like, it was just off putting just looking at that guitar. It was just, what is wrong with this guitar? Like, what's what's going on here? And then, you know, with this dude with his elbow right in my ear, <laughs> wasn't helping. So.
2: It'd be like if I was picking up on somebody lip syncing. Yeah, exactly. Total differences.
0: Yeah. I got, uh, but I got, I got hit in the nose, <laughs> the uncanny Valley of guitars. Yeah. I got hit in the nose, uh, like right on the bridge of the nose, like no damage. Like it was fine the next day. Uh, Karina, I guess got hit in the eye and again, no damage. Uh, I still feel like, like I accidentally connected with her when I swung at the dude. Um, but she, like I said, she insists it wasn't me. So she got hit in the eye somehow. Um, but like, I mean, come on, guys, pit etiquette, right? Like show etiquette. We we've talked about this on the show before. I mean, not not you and I specifically, but this has been a topic of discussion on the show many times before. Pit at eti- show etiquette. You know, like other people are there to enjoy the show too. Don't be an asshole.
2: I'm going to guess that that guy missed that episode. I would imagine so.
0: <laughs> I remember we did an episode and we were talking about this. It was, it was Brian and, and uh, it was, Brian was co-hosting and we had uh, EJ Kaiser of uh, final decline on the show. And we were just having this discussion and Brian's telling us about, he went to a show. Um, I can't, I can't think of the band off the top of my head, but he went to a show and one dude was in the pit with like steel toe boots, like kicking people. And Brian was, like, talking to, like, went to security. Like, you got to do something about this guy. And the guy's like, you knew what you were getting into coming to this kind of music. Coming to this kind of concert. Like, uh, that's, you know, you have a reasonable expectation when you go. I think it was a metal band. I th- You know what? It was uh, maybe Avenge Sevenfold. I don't know. Um, but you have a reasonable expectation, if you've been to concerts, you have a reasonable expectation. You go to the show, there's going to be moshing, people are going to be slamming into each other. You're going to get bumped around a little bit. You know, you don't have an expectation of you're going to get seriously injured by some dude who's literally in there to hurt people. You know, like so I do know. You know, like like <laughs> so why this security guard, you know, that Brian had talked about didn't do anything about it is beyond me, I guess. You know, uh, it's a heavy metal show. You're supposed to get hurt.
2: No, you're not to. If someone to. responds like that, I kind of wonder what their drywall looks like. Right? A bunch of hand-sized holes, I bet.
0: All surrounded by cans of Monster Energy. No offense to anybody who drinks Monster Energy.
2: <laughs> oh, no, people are still drinking uh, Monster Energy after all the shit. That they've had going on. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's, uh, they, just, they
0: just have white claws and, uh, you know, empty white claw cans and monster cans surrounded by, like, broken drywall on the floor.
2: <laughs> Swiss,
0: <laughs> Swiss cheese drywall.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't you know. You forgot I mean... about the plastic generic handle of vodka.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that's just, you know. Yeah, I I expect to deal with... Some shit when I go to a show, but you know, don't be an overly aggressive asshole if you go to a show. Like, there are other people there. It's the band's not just playing for you. There's other people trying to enjoy the show, or in my case, trying to study the show because I, you know, like I said, half the songs I didn't enjoy, but that's that's just me. I don't know. I mean, the bass player of Anti Flag is cool as shit. Like he's like reached out to me on like Twitter or Instagram or something when I bought one of the records. Like oh man, I hope you enjoy it. Can't wait to see it in Buffalo, you know, like. So he's cool? <laughs> cool. Um, but the rest of the bands were fantastic though. Uh Dollskin and uh and uh Bad Cop. Bad Cop. I know you're into you're into Dollskin. I never heard of them until like I saw the until I was like getting ready to go to the show. Like I should probably listen to this opening band. Kind of put them on and listened to them went to the mall, like had them on my headphones. Like, "Oh, this is this is actually really good."
2: They're a band that I uh, came across uh, on TikTok. TikTok, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I've actually come across quite a lot of really awesome bands on TikTok.
0: Maybe I should check out TikTok sometime.
2: <laughs> it's worth at least going in and watching some stuff. Like once you once you uh, start like liking stuff and swiping and stuff, that it figures out what you want to see.
0: Okay, I definitely, uh, I've definitely seen some TikTok videos, but I don't have an account. I've never actually, like, typed TikTok into my browser or my app store or anything like that. So, you know, but I've definitely been sent videos. Yeah, Joe on TikTok, LOL. (laughs) (laughs) She's not wrong. Um, Yeah.
2: uh,
0: I don't know, maybe I get on TikTok, I'll start doing some dances and shit. I don't know, what what do you, I, I don't. I don't know what people on TikTok do.
2: <laughs> I'm old man. It's all over the place. Like I follow like a whole bunch of creators who are just educators about ADHD. I follow a lot of trans creators. Like it, they have there. There's a different subsection of TikTok for everyone.
0: Kind of like uh, Twitter, but with video.
2: Eh, like yeah, yeah. We'll go with that. Something like that. <laughs> okay. I, from from what we're talking about, yeah, that's a decent enough explanation. I I could see
0: that TikTok is for twenty year olds and under. <laughs> look at the look! Look at the he's he's on TikTok.
2: It's for twenty years old and under. I'm in fucking trouble.
0: I mean, my kid's seventeen, and I'm pretty sure she's not on TikTok. So. <laughs> I think she's only on Instagram. So she doesn't even follow me. She follows me for, she has two accounts. She has like her, her like personal account and she has a, like a business account. She was going to start an Etsy store. Kirsten says Kevin is also 20. Look at that face. Look at that. It does not lie.
2: <laughs> Thank you, Kirsten. Put that another 20 to that and you'll be correct.
0: I'll say I think it's fair to say that you and I do not look our ages.
2: <laughs> I think that's just a, that's just like a millennial thing like we've been pumped with so many goddamn chemicals through like food and shit that like we're preserved.
0: You might be right about that. <laughs> Inundated with those uh, milk commercials, you know, I'm I I've got strong bones because I drink milk, you know, all that shit back when we were kids. <laughs> and then the milk's got all the fucking hormones and it's uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah.
0: So I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess that is fair because uh, you know we. I mean, look at our drummer. He's like we thought he was in his twenties.
2: Early twenties. Uh, I thought he was like twenty four. No, <laughs> I, I remember
0: when uh, when when Brian was like, "Hey, hey, this is John. He's gonna be in our band," and I'm thinking like, "Dude, I don't want to be in a band with a kid." <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> And then he's like, yeah, guys, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm 32 and, uh, you know, I got a kid and, you know, (laughs) like what? Okay. (laughs) You're, 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 uh, close enough to us. (laughs) Kirsten says, I used to say the pharmacy job was aging me drastically. And my coworkers are, are like, you look your age though. And she says like, yeah, I know, but us gays aren't supposed to. John's 30-something. I don't know if it's 32.
2: I think it's 33 or 34. I was going
0: to say, I think it's like 33 or 34, because I'm pretty sure Ryan at, uh, I think, 32 is the youngest right now. Um,
2: But yes, Kirsten, uh, us gays are not supposed to age at all. (laughs) What
0: about me, though? I'm like a straight white guy, and I haven't aged, other than losing my hair (laughs) and gaining weight. chemicals, that's what I said. Yeah, it's got to be gaining weight. I'm losing weight. I'm under 205 now. I was at uh, 204.6 when I weighed in today. So, look out, Roderick Strong. I'm coming for that cruiserweight championship.
2: I have literally no idea how much I weigh. I, uh,
0: I, I got very conscious of that when I got up to 225 because my chair that I'm sitting in right now is rated for either 225 or 250. And I'm like, fuck, because like these chairs here are just they're rated for like three hours uh, for like an hour of sitting a day or something like that. It was uh, it was just uh, John, that mute from the Think So Joe show. Yeah, that's that's the guy. (laughs) He's he's 30 something. Yeah. Um, But these chairs are rated for they're they're called manager chairs, but they're rated for only a couple of hours of use a day, (laughs) which is ridiculous. So it's like, okay, if something happens to this chair, I'm going to have to buy another chair. So I need to lose the weight so I'm not hitting that limit of how much this chair can take. Uh, so And and also to, you know, feel better about myself and, and uh, start looking better and not being as self-conscious on stage, you know, like, uh, it, was, it was kind of a, a little bit of that was, you know, like, self-care I guess but I got I dropped 20 pounds in the last couple of months and uh, I'm kind of thinking like I want to drop this last 4.6 before I go to California in a couple of weeks uh, but that would require actually like doing stuff like exercise <laughs> and I just haven't felt like doing it
2: um, don't beat yourself up about it that's how you end up with problems
0: right <laughs> right right um, but I mean, I know tonight's not going to happen. Cause I've got like a hundred and something out, like a 10,000 word job I got to do tonight. Cause I procrastinate on everything. We, uh, you sent me, know. you sent me, uh, the things you might not know script last week. And I said, I will make sure I shoot this before Sunday. And s- <laughs> Monday morning I'm sitting here editing and I'm posting updates on Facebook and you posted the screenshot of, of me saying that I was, uh, <laughs> That uh, of me saying that I was going to do it before Sunday. And I'm like, well, to be fair, I shot the video on Friday. I just didn't get around to editing it until Monday morning.
2: (laughs) So, I well, in this one, you did look like you had slept, so I could tell you didn't (laughs) shoot it at three.
0: (laughs) Right. I'm going to, I'm going to try and get, uh, well, I guess uh, tomorrow's probably not going to work. It's Thanksgiving. I'm going to Karina's mom's house. Uh, I'm going to try and shoot this one by Friday, too if I can hopefully get it uh, hopefully finish it before Monday morning before it's uh, you know before it's due Um, I haven't even looked at the script yet so I don't even know what it is but uh, I'm sure whatever it is is fantastic yeah I wrote it of course of course I know you write good stuff man we got people uh, suggesting stuff I gotta I gotta send some of that stuff to you it's in the in some of the comments of the recent videos um but uh yeah we uh, what's funny is we the first video we did together was that uh, uh, gin blossoms uh the dark history of the gin blossoms hate jealousy and the uh the rock and roll shoes stories guy released a video on the exact same topic like 3 hours before we did just coincidentally and then uh he actually has done That video again, it's a different video, same topic, same information, just different wording and probably different video, you know, different clips that he used, but he's done that video now twice. Uh, And then we did one a couple of weeks ago. I don't, I don't remember which one, Uh, but we did one. And then three days later he did the same exact topic we did. So it's like, man, get out of
2: our heads. It was the 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 winger Beavis and Butthead.
0: That's right. One. I meant to send you a video last night. There was uh, I was watching a video from Fact Fiend with Carl Smallwood uh, about the uh, HD remasters of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and how <sighs> yes, how bad they are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 they're so. I, I was going to, I need to, I'm going to, I will find that video and I'll send it to the, to the band chat because there's a bunch of, uh, there's a couple of references to the Gur arg thing in there too. So <laughs> uh, Laura says, Joe, shut up. It's sound time. Yes, it is. Uh, we've got new music from our friends in the long, cold, dark, uh, who I will undoubtedly see in San Francisco in a couple of weeks. Uh, Because they're just as big of Metallica fans, if not bigger than I am, Uh, and uh, this is this is from their new album. Uh, There are no answers, which will be available on all digital storefronts and streaming services this Friday, Uh, and this is the title track from that album. It's called "There Are No Answers." On all WNY Think So Joe show, find the right button. There it is. The long, cold, dark friends of the show, friends of mine,' I've We're gone really good. I've gone on uh, road trips with them to see Metallica. so <laughs> not going with them to San Francisco, but I'm sure I will see them uh, while I'm there. Uh, that song called "There Are no Answers" from their new EP that's coming out on Friday uh, called "There Are no Answers. And you could get that on all digital storefronts and streaming services as of midnight. Friday morning and I I I am looking forward to that their last EP Captive Audience is one of my favorite local releases ever I I tend to listen to that
2: uh, quite a bit
0: so I'm really looking forward to this one
2: sorry I was just flipping through my tabs real quick to pull the YouTube video back up and I had Twitter porn it surprised me (laughs)
0: <laughs> I, uh, you know, I, as I'm scrolling through Twitter, I keep seeing things that you've liked and I'm just
2: like, Oh, okay. <laughs> Are you learning new things about yourself, Joe?
0: No. Well, maybe, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, but I'm like, I'm like, how do I, how do I s- like turn off so i turned off like your retweets but it doesn't turn off your favorites so i'm still seeing all your f- i'm like fuck all right i'm gonna turn the retweets back on then because like the only reason i turned it off was because of like seeing all your favorites come up um but apparently there's no way to turn that off so anyway
2: i'm not like not, a not, retweeting not, porn or anything. no 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 like, not, I, not saying you are i'm
0: just <laughs> like but, like, every other post on my timeline is, uh, you know, Katie, like this. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, where where's the stuff I'm following?
2: <laughs> Sorry.
0: It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> Some of us have no
2: lives but Twitter it's, because we're severely depressed. It's the Twitter algorithm. What are you going to do?
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kirsten says, not yet anyway, as far as me discovering new things about myself.
2: <laughs> it's never too late, as I continue to learn. I guess.
0: Killer Camp might be airing internationally next week, Laura says, which is uh, the show Lexi Rain is on uh, that got pulled after two episodes. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying. To, it's, a, it's coming back to ITV uh, over, in, over in Europe. I uh, I've I've been following them on Twitter and trying to kind of uh still thinks Bruce is the killer anyway. <laughs> uh if you watch the show you know Bruce is the killer. Anyway, um but uh yeah, I, I've been following them on Twitter and I, I guess they're they're bringing it back to ITV um and I'm trying to figure out how to watch that with my VPN. Uh, because i really want to continue watching the show and i don't know if or when they're going to bring it back to the cw here in the states or uh, the wb or what one of the one of the two of those
2: <laughs> it's the cw yeah it hasn't been the wb for a very long time
0: you're right you're right <laughs> yeah cuz then they merged with like upn and then they became the cw or something i don't know
2: that's exactly what happened
0: okay cool i i, I i'm not completely oblivious to uh network
2: tv history i guess but so uh, i have a question sure what the fuck is itv uh, apparently
0: it's a network over there in europe
2: that makes
0: sense yeah uh so so the show killer camp it's a european american uh show an uh, english american show and they um
2: <laughs> bring back my network sorry <laughs>
0: And they, uh, and, and, uh, like, so the show was like a joint venture with like ITV and, and, uh, the CW. Um, but the CW was like, yeah, this show's no good and, and decided to pull it after two weeks. You know what, you know what show was on, uh, and, and still is on at 8 PM on Sunday nights on the CW is legends of the hidden temple. Weren't you and I supposed to like fill out the, uh, audition form and, uh, and, uh, and, and go try out for that at some point. <laughs>
2: We were supposed to. Yeah, we never
0: did. We 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 really really should story have. Story of my
2: life, Joe. Story of my life. Let's I see. was supposed to, but I never fucking did. I
0: did a I did the the Terry Funk story for uh, Wrestle with Andy last night, and one of the lines was a quote from Terry where he's like, "The reason I'm not a millionaire is I do things that I wanted to do instead of things I should have done." <laughs> it's like, yeah, that that makes sense. That's that's probably about. Uh, Back to those
2: ADHD TikToks. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, no, that's the majority of my TikTok feed is ADHD shit. Okay.
0: Yeah, I, I, maybe, maybe I'll check it out. I don't, I, I've just been kind of like, I'm always resistant to like, it's weird because I love new technology, but I'm always resistant to like new platforms. Like when Facebook came around, I'm like, what the fuck do I need this for? I got MySpace. Right. And then like, I got and then MySpace went away and Facebook became the thing and then like Twitter came along it's like what what the fuck is the point of this now and now I'm like always on Twitter and then like Instagram came along I'm like what the fuck do I need this for and now like I you know I I'm on Instagram all the time like so maybe maybe it'll be one of those things where I'm just like yeah th- what what do I need this for and then I get it and I'm like oh And now we're
2: begging for just just MySpace back. Just that. That's all I want. Like I hate all this other shit we got now. Just give me back my MySpace.
0: Apparently, there's like a new social media platform that is like identical to MySpace. I can't remember uh, what it what it was called, but it was identical. Laura points out that MySpace is still around, uh, but we're talking I, about. I know
2: MySpace is still around. I want 2005 MySpace back.
0: Precisely. And uh, and and like uh but apparently there's a website that is like identical to like 2005 MySpace and i can't think of the name of it off the top of my head but i saw it trending on twitter a couple of weeks ago and like somebody shared a screenshot from it and it was like like holy shit that 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 brings me back so i don't know maybe maybe we'll get a new social media network that's uh uh kind of you know closer to uh closer to what we preferred from MySpace than uh, than what we've got with Facebook. Space hay. That's the one. Space hay. You are correct. Google's correct. Google is correct. I just read huh? Google. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's uh yeah so yeah, that's that, my
2: that, top eight motherfucker.
0: Yeah. I used to you know I I used to be one of the people who would just like you know, fuck with my, uh, you know, f- have all the like code and shit in my page so I could do customize it however I wanted. And I had like this whole Mortal Kombat 2 theme to my profile, uh, where like my top eight was, like, my number one and my number four were like Player One and Player Two. <laughs> Laura predicts social media will be dead in five years.
2: Oh, I fucking hope so. (laughs) I mean, I I kind of wish we would just all be dead in five years. Just gone. All of us. Bye. (laughs) I, uh,
0: I, I'm the only reason I stay on Facebook because there's definitely been times where I'm like, I need to get the fuck off this platform is because like, I'm, I I have shit to promote. (laughs) Like I'm there because I have this show. I'm there because I have, you know, this, you know, the band, Uh, I have things you might not know. I have all this shit to promote. So I'm just like, "Ah, I guess I'll stay on social media.
2: Well, I mean, really the reality with like promotion on social media goes is Facebook is starting to become pretty much useless as far as that goes. Yeah. Yeah. Like as far as like the Facebook brand goes, Instagram is better for promoting shit, but like, most people are doing their promoting through TikTok and Twitter now.
0: Kirsten says she needs social media because she has ADHD and she'll forget her friends exist otherwise. I think that's. <laughs> I mean, that that's that's something to be said for Facebook. is I do chat with some people that I, uh, you know, kind of lost contact with. We don't talk on the phone. We don't text. So you know, I have Facebook and I can contact them. Um, so like, I mean, like one of my friends is going through some like going through some shit that, you know, I went through, like, uh, a while back, and he's been messaging me on Facebook about it because we don't, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't call me, he doesn't text me. Like, I don't know anybody's numbers. Karina doesn't even, like, text or call me, which is why, like, when she called when Brian died was, like, a big deal, and I knew it was something important, you know? Um, so... Um, but I mean, so Facebook, I'll give Facebook credit for, you know, keeping me in touch with some of my oldest friends, but you know, otherwise I don't, I don't, I don't talk on the phone ever. I try not to, I really try not to. If you want to hear my voice on the phone, call Duntire. Duntire, I
2: fucking forgot
0: about that. Yeah, absolutely. Call Duntire. Uh, i am actually
2: called specifically to hear you. (laughs) <laughs> yeah,
0: Kirsten calls her mom and her grandma, and that's it. I uh, I talk to my grandma on the phone uh, occasionally because my family is like terrible at keeping in touch with each other. Uh, my mom will text me. Uh, she never uh, never calls me. She texts me. I text her. Um, and then like the rest of my family, I talk to on Facebook if I need to talk to them. So. Uh, yeah, it's kind of, uh, I mean, my, but my family's, you know, not close like that. So, um, you know, like, my, I, I, I always feel bad. Cause like I call my grandma on her birthday. She calls me on mine and I'll call her on like Christmas or whatever. And, uh, and occasionally I'll just think of like, man, I should really call my grandma. Um, but a lot of the time I don't call, but even when I do call, she's like, you know, you're the only grandchild that calls me like, Oh, I barely call you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I don't like being on the phone. I, I, I like that's absolutely, I do not like being on the phone. Um, like I dread calling for customer service for anything. Um, I had to call, Oh, who was it? I had to call somewhere a couple of weeks ago and do some, uh, do something through customer service. Uh, but I was so thankful that the entire call took two minutes. From like the automated system picking up to them solving my problem. Because I hate being on the phone. Just like there's things, there are things that I absolutely 100% have to do that because like I'm going to be, uh, like, I'm going to, I'm, it's going to cause major problems otherwise. And I haven't done them because I don't want to talk to anybody on the phone.
2: Been there a lot.
0: I'm just like, I know I need to do this. But you go to the website and it's like, call this number and we'll help you. Like, fuck. I don't want to call the number. I don't want to talk to anybody. It's just uh okay, episode three of Killer Camp is on the first. Final episode is on final episode. There's supposed to be eight episodes. That's are they just like running them back to back to back like every night or I don't know. Supposed to be like eight episodes. Um, But anyway, uh, Kirsten says she started calling her grandmammy during the pandemic because she didn't want her to be lonely. And now it's such a habit, she probably hates it. <laughs> yeah, I so can,
2: yeah. your grandma yeah, wants can. you to not call anymore. That's interesting.
0: <laughs> my grandma will rush me off the phone. Because I don't think my grandma likes to be on the phone either. <laughs> okay. I'm episode. the one who like
2: rushes me. off the phone.
0: Yeah, I, I am not. Uh, I just... I dread talking on the phone. If I can send an email and be done with it, then I'm happy about that. They're rushing through the series one episode per night. Okay, cool. So I will try to find a way to watch the remaining episodes because, uh, one, I really got into the show watching it. And two, I really want to support Lexi. I don't know how much support it would be if I'm watching through a VPN from here, or if I like just kind of find a place to download the episodes later. Uh, I'm sure somebody can help me out with that because I haven't done that in so long, <laughs> but, uh,
2: yeah, you know exactly. I who. Is.
0: Ah, okay. I thought you could. That's, uh, that's why I thought you were smiling there.
2: <laughs> no, no. Uh, I, I mean, it depends on you. How legal. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. For For legal reasons. I cannot. Right. Uh,
0: Kirsten wants to try and make it out to the acoustic show on December 18th. Is that, uh, the, We're the, playing the old...
2: acoustic show?
0: Not, not us. Is, is that the, are you talking about the all WNY? Oh, that one with Lexi. Okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. 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 Lexi rain is uh part of a show on, I'm pretty sure it's December 18th. Um, she's playing an acoustic set. Uh, I guess Astrobula and Allie Burns are also on that. Um, and uh, I was I got super excited because I'm like, oh, Lexi's coming home. I could go see Lexi and see these other people I'm friends with because I'm friends with Astrobula, and I, I I know Allie Burns. Like, I've met her. I've talked to her. We're social media friends, but, like, I, I don't, you know, I, w- I wouldn't say we're, like, you know, like, close friends or anything, but um, I would love to go to that show. Unfortunately, I'm in San Francisco that day. So... <laughs> I mean, not unfortunately, because I'm really looking forward to being in San Francisco, and uh, I don't know exactly what I'm doing on the 18th, uh, because, you know, the Metallica shows the 17th, the Niners game I'm going to is on the 18th. Um, I did get an email from Metallica, like, here's all this Metallica-themed stuff going on in San Francisco on the 18th. So, will Lexi be allowed to go if she's the killer? It's <laughs> a good question.
2: So... December 18th, Lexi Rain, Astra Bula, Milo Dunn, Sidney Driggs, Jim Rakowski, Jim Wachowski, I said it wrong the first time, Allie Burns, Nurse Joyful, and Isaac at Stamps.
0: That sounds like a great lineup. I'm bummed I can't go, but I'm also like, not because I'll be in California and just enjoying San Francisco. Uh, Kirsten says, am I saying Metallica is cooler than Noah Westfall? Look, I love Noah. He's like one of the, one of the coolest people I know. He's been to my house many times. Um, and I, we've booked him many times. Um, but yeah, I'm saying Metallica's cooler. Uh, I, what's funny is, uh, Noah and, and, uh, and his fiance, they posted a picture of them with a friend of theirs. And I'm just sitting there looking at this, looking at this picture and the cat, you know, the tags. And I'm just like guys, I know that girl's dad. (laughs) Like, I'm friends with her dad. I've been to his house. Like, we've played shows together.
2: (laughs) I'm friends with your dad.
0: But then I'm like, I don't want to fucking jump in this. I don't want to, like, comment on this. Like, hey, I know her dad. Like, then I just feel like it's just, like, the weirdest fucking thing, right? That would have easily
2: been the most boomer shit you've ever done.
0: I, I have done it before, though. Like, I had a girl come into the hotel one night, uh, and she's booking a room, and she's, she's uh, you know, I see her name, and I'm like, hey, is your dad Eddie? And she goes, yeah. I'm like, I knew your dad. I'm the one who found him on my back porch, passed out, and got him to the hospital before he died. <laughs> she's like, oh, Cool. Can I have my room yeah, key now?
2: Yeah, <laughs> I, I I would have rethought that one.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> it's okay this time.
0: Yeah. I I I don't know. I just you know, it was just like, wait, I know that name. I know who you are. <laughs> I don't know. I I man, it's got to be it, it, it's it's just weird like knowing people's dads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you yeah. don't say. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, you don't know my kid to be like, "Hey, I know your dad." Like my my kid hasn't walked into your work, and you see, like, "Oh, hey, is your dad Joe?" <laughs>
2: yeah. I wouldn't do that though. You would, You're no, the you creeper. I, I,
0: I'm I'm the weird. I'm the I'm the weird old guy who's just like, "Hey, I'm friends with your dad." <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's funnier every time you say it.
0: Kirsten's from the boonies. I know your dad is like the most common thing random people approach you to say.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Laura wants to know what if Lexi? Oh. What if Lexi uh, doesn't return from the camp? Well, I mean, so here's the thing: if if Lexi's the killer, she might not be able to come back, and if Lexi gets killed, she can't come back. So how is Lexi? And gonna it becomes
2: Astro show.
0: I guess. <laughs> Can Metallica rock tie dye Crocs though? Metallica wouldn't rock tie dye Crocs, but <laughs>
2: uh, no, like, I, James Hetfield is exactly the type of dude that would rock tie dye Crocs.
0: Not on stage, but yeah, you're 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 absolutely right. You're, I, I I could see that. <laughs> I,
2: yeah, I, not I could, on stage I, when he's just you know ATVing around his fucking property or some shit.
0: Um, he's sure. what
2: we refer to as a Craig
0: while i'm walking around san francisco i'll be on the lookout for tie-dye crocs and see if they're attached to james hetfield <laughs> but
2: uh in plaid shorts
0: yeah completely different attire off stage than on
2: <laughs> you got to be comfortable you know yeah i do the same yeah.
0: thing yeah i mean uh you know i don't wake up like this I uh, I'm not in a, we're not a big enough band to be able to just like have a huge dressing room to change in before the show. So we got to show up wearing, <laughs> we got to show up wearing, uh, wearing our show gear, the new Metallica, a new Metallica line, tie dye, silicone cheese graters for your feet. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. They're They are, uh, they are doing like, uh, uh, what do you call them? Collabs with every with, with like all these different brands now. Like Metallica. Yeah. Which is like, and none of that stuff is eligible for like the, the big sales they have going on right now for, for black November uh, as they're calling it. And, uh, and also I have like a percentage off from, uh, that they sent me for my birthday. And I'm, like, looking on the store, like, I don't, like, I, I kind of want these hockey jerseys, but they're a collab with puck hockey, so I can't, like, I can't get the discount on them. So, I don't know, I'm going to have to, have to just maybe buy some old school Metallica shirts instead.
2: Boo-hoo. Stupid capitalism.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know, I could use some old school Metallica shirts. I don't know, I I lost a lot of mine over the years. I have my
2: metal up your ass shirt. I'm good.
0: I don't have the shirt. I have a patch around here somewhere with the metal up your ass. Um, I think I almost bought it because it's got the glow in the dark uh, dude in the electric chair on the back. But I'm like, and I used to have the ride, the lightning shirt with that. So I'm like, uh, I'm looking at both of those, like, which one do I want? And then I'm, uh, but then I'm like, but then they've got all this black album stuff on sale. So like, I'm like, oh man, all these shirts my buddy Greg used to have back in high school. <laughs> so I'm kind of like, I I kind of want to buy a new metal, like some new Metallica stuff because I've got all these discounts. And at the same time, I'm just like, I kind of don't want to, you know, I, I kind of don't want, I don't want to spend the money. I, I, you know, have other stuff I gotta pay, like bills, <laughs> rent, that kind of stuff. Not that any of that's not paid.
2: Those things tend to be important.
0: I mean, they're all paid, but. And then I just had like 900 bucks worth of gear I had to take out of my rig. So we'll talk about that when we come back. Uh, this is a short song here, guys. This is about a minute and a half, I think. Uh, this song is called... Uh, so so I, I think it took me longer to write down the name of this song than it took me to record this song into the board. Uh, this is a song from a band called P.S. You're Dead. Uh, they're playing Saturday at Mohawk Place, opening for CU Space Cowboy. Uh, 6 30 PM doors for that show, $15 in advance, 18 and over with ID and proof of vaccination or negative P. Uh, I, I think I meant to type PCR test, uh, and masks required. Um, so that's going on at Mohawk place, uh, again, Saturday, 6 30. And, uh, this is PS you're dead. This song is called here. I am in feudal Japan playing duck, duck goose with an eight foot troll. On all WNY Think So Joe Show. Was P.S. You're dead on all WNY Think So Joe show again. That song called "Here I Am in Feudal Japan Playing Duck Duck Goose with an Eight Foot Troll."
2: I love that. That was so much fun.
0: I uh, like. I said it took me about as long to write down that song title, uh, then it as it took me to record the song into the board. Hey, Rob Stiggs is here and <laughs> on Facebook from Over and Out. We're going to be playing them uh, next, actually. Um,
2: what up? Yeah, but yeah, PS, you're dead. I absolutely love them.
0: Oh, I know you do. And uh, like, as soon as I saw they had a show this weekend, it's like, hey, Kevin's co-hosting the show. He, I I know you love PS, you're dead. So it's like, you know what? I'm gonna play them. So, and I I think that might have been the first time we've played them on the show. So, something just fell behind me.
2: They uh, recently played a show at Mohawk with another band called the, the queen guillotined or uh, is it guillotined or guillotined? Uh, I think either is actually
0: acceptable. So uh, this is America. We pronounce words the way we fucking want. Exactly. Do they, yeah, they're really good too. Do they have that on streaming services? I got it from Bandcamp uh so i don't i don't i don't know that it's on spotify but i i would imagine it is let me see what i can find out here the
2: Queen, yeah no it's on spotify no, the, that's uh, where i've been listening to it
0: no p.s you're dead
2: <laughs> no they're on spotify too
0: yeah sure are
2: so uh spotify search is a son of a bitch sometimes no i got him it's all one word
0: p.s you're dead p.s. you're dead and it's there's no spaces in between. And that song is on there with 4765 listens, which I'm sure is more than our entire EP's gotten, so.
2: We're at about <laughs> 2100 right now? Okay. All time? Okay. <laughs> That's for the whole EP. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> got to promote that better, I guess. <laughs> we got to get out, play more shows, we got to go on tour, we got to do all that stuff, so anyway, if anyone corrects you, tell them gatekeeping language is classist a f
2: there you go, Kirsten so, knows what's up,
0: yeah <laughs> so yeah i i don't i mean you know i I say guillotine, but i mean i'm I've heard people say guillotine, so either way, I guess is acceptable.
2: guess the difference between croissant and croissant <laughs> right
0: yeah i I don't uh. You know, I, I just kind of, you know, if it's a word that has like multiple pronunciations that are acceptable, I usually just read it the way I would say it. So like niche instead of niche or, you know, gif instead of gif. Okay, you did that <laughs>
2: one on purpose.
0: Uh, I do that one on purpose all the time because that's the proper way to say it. We're not going to have that discussion again.
2: It's because you're a troll. You're shit. Fuck you. I do
0: have a shirt with a troll, a poo emoji, and and uh and a middle finger on it, so <laughs> Oh you're it, you're it, gross. not not Yeah. Um so what 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 does scuba stand for again? That that everybody says it's scuba? <laughs> Laura says, I don't know this one. Laura says it's pronounced with a P. Now I'm going to have to look it up because I brought it up, right?
2: (laughs) No, that's just how you pronounce P.
0: Scuba is, uh, what is the acronym? Self-contained underwater breathing apparatus. So you don't say scuba. Right? You don't say scuba. Or scuba,
2: Are you trying? Are you trying to apply vowel rules to consonants?
0: But G can pre- be pronounced as a as a hard G, G, or a, or, or like a J,
2: J. I'm not so, arguing that. I, I'm, I'm arguing I'm, your 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 analogy here. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm saying that your your argument of just is because it's graphics interchange. Uh, Means it's GIF. I'm arguing that because scuba would be a
2: Stop by tap that dancing around my point, Jet I, Ben but, Shapiro.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm just I'm applying logic to this here. I, plus, the guy who invented the format said it's GIF, so that should be the end of it. I don't know why everybody argues this.
2: Those old computer guys did a lot of drugs. We can't listen to them. <laughs> Uh, here we go. The, it's gig and gig What about giraffe? <laughs>
0: giraffe. Anyway. You're you going to start calling them giraffes now? <laughs> Why do we
2: get into this argument? I'm going to, yes, time? actually. I'm thinking. No, no, I'm going to start saying giraffe just for you.
0: This argument just comes up all the time.
2: <laughs> all the time. Because you started all the time.
0: <laughs> I do. That's fair.
2: (laughs) The only one trying to have this argument all the time is you. We're all happy in JIF World over here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Guys, I should have just skipped the show tonight. RJ's calling the Sabres game. Oh well. I'll I'll catch the second period onward, I'm sure. (laughs) They've got a new thing now. They've got uh, Rick Jenneret. it's his last season calling the Sabers. He's only calling a handful of games. Tonight is uh, one of them. So uh, game game just started eight seconds ago. Uh, they're doing a new thing now at KeyBank Center for the Sabers games. You can download an app uh, to your phone and bring your headphones, and you can actually listen to the commentary during the games in real time. Ooh. I don't know how they do it with no latency. That's uh, impressive to me, but cool. They probably have better equipment than you. I'm I'm sure they do. They have more money. Yeah, that's that's probably true. I had to. I gotta get
2: those subsidies, man. You
0: just you just you just segued into what I was talking about before the song break, which is I just had to take nine hundred bucks worth of gear out of my out of my setups here uh, setup here. Um. I've been, I've been, you guys who watch this show regularly, you you know, I've been getting kind of like a buzzing noise out of some of the microphones in here and like really trying to fix it. And we managed to, to get it out of these microphones. Um, it was still there, but the noise gate was, it was so low. The noise gate was killing it. But my, uh, my mic in my booth, uh, was really picking up a lot of buzz and it was really starting to get annoying and so it was. it's not there right now uh anyway um (laughs) anyway so i uh i i finally like had enough i'm like fuck this i'm figuring out where this is coming from so i i like started plugging things into different equipment and unplugging things from things in my and i come to find out uh while I've got my uh, microphones and everything plugged into a different interface, uh, I'm sitting there with my headphones on, I start hearing music. I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm thinking like, oh, this is just such a good microphone, it's picking up, like, you know, my neighbor upstairs is probably listening to music or something. As I keep, uh, you know, looking into it, I realize I'm picking up a radio station. Which, you know, having had cheap guitar amps in the past is something that happens. So the next, yeah, night, it makes sense. next night I'm sitting here and I'm still getting the, uh, you know, I, I kind of minimize the noise, but I'm still getting it. It's still annoying to me. So I'm like, what, what, let me do this again and figure out what station this is. So I sit here and I, I get the music back in my headphones and I start scanning through the channels on my stereo the stations. And I come across uh, a specific uh, frequency that is broadcasting the exact music I'm getting uh, in with the buzzing noise. And, well, one of my neighbors just recently purchased a local radio station and broadcasts out of his home. And so, to, be- to the best of my knowledge, he was broadcasting with, like, over the internet to his towers, which are miles away. So I, I uh, scan and I come across this station. And I, I don't know the number to his station, but I know he's got it on the side of his van. So I four o'clock in the morning threw on a hoodie, threw on some slippers, went outside, walked down the street, looked at his van. Sure enough, same call, uh, sa- same numbers, same frequency. So I'm just like, fuck, his station is causing some interference with uh what I uh, a piece of equipment I have called a cloud lifter. And what the cloud lifter does, it makes it so my uh, my sure microphone that I was using in the booth. Uh, is loud enough for me to record with uh, without having any, like, extra extra noise from my interface. Uh, so that thing was 500 bucks. The microphone's 400 bucks. I had to take all that out of my chain, put my old microphone back in. Uh, so I, and until I can get to a point where I can uh, find this neighbor and be like, Dude, <laughs> uh, I got a problem. Need your help. Um, so uh, so right now I've I don't have any of that in the chain, so there's not gonna be any uh, signal noise, but I've got the volume on this mic like just cranked right now just to have have it be clean enough to for broadcast quality, but also, um, because like, you know, these dynamic mics, like I have, they take a lot of gain. Which is what the cloud lifter is supposed to add, but I can't use the cloud lifter because this dude's got the radio station that I'm picking up in my in my equipment when I have that hooked up. So, the joy sounds like
2: the more equipment you have, the more equipment you need to make the other equipment not sound like shit.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I what I didn't try with with the sure microphone was to do what I'm doing here and just put the gain at like a, a level that the preamps can handle. And just crank up the volume um, because I really shouldn't have to do that, but the s m seven b is a very gain hungry microphone uh, and, and the roadcaster just can't handle it on its own um, but uh, i I you know, I start looking up, uh you know, how do I get rid of this buzz, this noise in my cloud lifter, and apparently, like this is a common problem with the thing and i am out of the return window so i don't know what to do <laughs> i got to talk to like i got to talk to the neighbor and if there's nothing we can do about it then i'm going to like uh probably see if jay from on the cinder wants it and if not then i'm i might just throw it up on reverb and be like yo i can't use this thing who wants it <laughs>
2: It's, it's it just sounds like a standard practice for any audio equipment. It's like, uh, this wasn't going to work for my needs after all. Time to resell.
0: Yeah, basically. So I'm I'm kind of bummed about it because it's you know 900. Uh, but the but the thing is, like, I can still find a use for that microphone. Like we've been uh, we've been working on setting up to record uh, at our practice spot, and we had uh, we had Jay come out and he set up a lot of stuff for us. Um, One of the things we've been having some trouble with is uh, the vocal mic for our drummer, because he beats the shit out of his drums. So that's all picking up in his mic. And one of the things that was suggested to me was to have him use uh an SM7B and at the at that point I was using it in the booth so I'm like I don't really want to take this $400 microphone that I'm using for work out of my booth and put it in front of my drummer. But now I'm kind of <laughs> like now it's kind of like well, you know, maybe this would be the best use for this if I can't use it in the booth. Luckily I was able Sounds to correct. Yeah, luckily I was able to use my old gear and then my mic stand broke. So that was fun. <laughs> I uh for mic stands. Yeah, I, I I use these, uh, I, I always buy these cheap-ass things, these ne- were scissor arm stands, and I had a couple extra ones. One just, like, I'm in the middle of recording. I'm like, I want to adjust this a little bit, get this mic a little bit closer to me, and just stopped screwing in. Like, I couldn't tighten it, so now the mic's just going... <laughs> So I'm just like, okay, what do I do now? And I luckily I had another one, so I put that in, and then I was like, I need to figure out a more proper way to do this. So now I've got a like just a clamp with a boom arm on it that's holding my mic. And then I uh I'm sitting in there the other. See what night. happens
2: when you over screw? Yeah, I
0: guess. Sitting in there the other uh, sitting in there last night trying to adjust my microphone again, and next thing I know, it's like, oh, all these boxes just fell on my
2: fucking head. Like, great. At least you don't have a concussion.
0: Right. Kirsten says she just spent $2,500 on a camera, so she's legally not allowed to judge anyone's spending habits.
2: What kind of camera? Good question. Well, I mean, she's not going to answer right away. We can Uh, fill the time. You're absolutely
0: right. (laughs) I've got about $1,000 worth of camera equipment here, and uh, I don't take pictures.
2: (laughs) I have my phone. I'm recording. On, I'm on my phone right now. That's the, the, that's the only camera I have other than the laptop, which is shitty.
0: She's got the Canon EOS R6. Uh, Ooh, got,
2: I don't know anything about that.
0: I've got a couple of Canon cameras. I've got the, uh, we're, we shoot the show with the, and, and things you might not know with the, uh, M I want to say it's an M 200. I can't see it. Cause the, uh, the, the teleprompter's in the way. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's an M200. Uh, I've also I've got the previous generation here. I've got the EO 5 uh, Rebel T5i, which is not nearly as good as an R6. R6 is a really good camera. It's great for low light and fast autofocus and 12 frames per second burst mode, uh, which is like it takes 12 pictures in a second, so you can pick the best one.
2: Yeah, I, I, I was writing for a guy uh, that did a videography channel for a while, and he had me write a lot of shit about the, the Blackmagic cameras. Okay. So, like, I, I learned a bunch about those, but that's as far as that goes for me.
0: <laughs> uh, the Blackmagic cameras are supposed to be really fucking good for video, but they're also, like, kind of expected, or expensive. Uh, so it's the canons for me. Um, I actually I started shooting. I, I bought the the EO5 for uh, things you might not know in the first place uh, and shot all those early videos with it. And then uh, we started using it when we started doing video on this show, um, but it's not meant to be a streaming camera. So it's not, you know, like it's, uh, you know, you have to, what we were doing was there's software for remote shooting, and we were just, uh, like screen grabbing that and sending the screen grab out as our video. Uh, and then Canon released, uh, kind of, a like a, 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 webcam utility that you could use on some of these older cameras, uh, that you could use as a webcam, but it didn't, uh, it didn't shoot in full HD. Uh, so that was, that, uh, was kind of a problem because I wanted, to, sh- like it. I wanted to shoot in full HD and, um, uh, Laura has to go she has a billion times to do she hopes the buzzing noise comes back I I've taken precautions to not have that so uh, anyway I, I I love how she lo- she hopes I can't make money basically I can't I can't work if I have that buzzing noise <laughs> um, yeah that
2: buzzing noise feels good in some people's brains I guess so
0: anyway so I but uh, but then we we upgraded to the uh, M200 because the M200 has uh, what they call clean HDMI. So you run an HDMI cable out from it, and you can wipe. You could get aware, get rid of all the uh, like overlay stuff, like the battery display and the you know viewfinder and all that kind of stuff. So that's what we've been uh, shooting this show and uh, things you might not know. And when I was doing the gaming stuff, that's uh, the camera I've been using for all that. Um, which and it's a it's a much better camera than the Eo five. Um, and and also this shoots in like four K and shoots sixty frames a second and. Uh, all that shit, all that. So we we do this podcast and things you might not know in uh, 60 frames per second, full HD. Uh, I haven't dabbled in 4K because I don't have any 4K monitors to actually work on that with. So <laughs> <laughs> Trying to remedy that, but uh, also not wanting to spend the money on that. When I, you know, I'm trying to, re- especially because like what I really want to do is just replace this TV, which is a 720p, 24 inch TV.
2: 720 Ps for poor people.
0: <laughs> the thing about it is like I couldn't find at the time anything 1080 uh, in this size and I'm like, ah, it'll be fine. but what the problem that I run into is uh, my video games, like my Xbox, my switch are all connected to a, a, a splitter uh, that goes one end goes into the computer which picks up a 1080 and then into the into the uh, out from the computer into the TV. And I can't make it go out from the computer into the TV at 7 at 720. So it's going out to 1080 and like everything looks OK except like text. So like if I'm playing Animal Crossing and there's like words on the bottom of the screen they I get are readable, but they're distorted. And like, you know, playing like EA sports games, the logos up in the corner, you can't read the logo. So it's like, man, It'll I make it
2: feel like you're with an NES on Channel 3 again.
0: Basically, yeah. So it's like I need it, like if I could get a 1080 monitor or a 4K monitor in here would be great. Uh, and now they have this exact TV I have in 1080, um, and it's uh, you know they have it on sale right now for the for the Black Friday uh, you know deals or whatever. So I might pick one of those up because then all I have to do is just swap out this TV, and I am going to worry about making more room for a bigger TV or anything like that. And then I have 1080. Uh, I still don't have 4K, it doesn't solve that problem. But at least I'll have, uh, you know, be able to see my video games the way they're meant to be played, I guess. Do you
2: even have room in there for anything else?
0: Yeah. I could I could put something over here probably. There's there's room. I don't have I don't have room. Like I have uh, my daughter came in here one time and she was like, "Wow, I really love how you use your vertical space." which is what I have to do because I have a 10 by 10 room or maybe 12 by 12. But I, and I have so much shit. I have this big ass desk. I got the record, uh, the record shelf back there. I've got this uh, table with the records and everything over here. So it's like, I really have to maximize my vertical space to be able to do everything I do in here. Um, And uh, you know, so yeah, it just, there's barely room to move in here. Uh, and then, as I get more stuff and then like boxes start piling up and uh, before I get a chance to get them out to recycling and um, like this chair is here turned this way because there was stuff on the table, and I'm just like, yeah this will this, cover up the stuff on the table, but it didn't,
2: <laughs> so I had to like
0: still move some shit out of the way. now I think there's like nothing in the way that, yeah, there's like nothing on the table there except a couple of hockey pucks, but <laughs>
2: Are you just looking somewhere.
0: at you hockey puck? <laughs> I was watching one of our uh one of our videos back and uh of us playing uh Earth Angel, and you made a theater reference that nobody got, and Brian goes, "You uncultured swine, and I look at him <laughs> and I go, "What are you looking at you hockey puck, and everybody just cheers, and I'm like, "Yeah, they got that one." <laughs>
2: Didn't you post that somewhere recently, I, that specific video?
0: I probably did. Because uh, I know it came up recently in, like, Memories or something, so I put it up. Uh, pretty soon I'll put up the uh, the, the uh, us doing um, Blink with the Rick Astley uh, Blink Out. So, uh, because I know that one's going to come up in my Memories soon. <laughs>
2: We, uh, that was the, 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 the that was the first time we did it was the the Thanksgiving Eve show at Tudor, right?
0: No, we did it at my birthday show a couple of weeks prior at Stamps, uh, but and we didn't we didn't use the video from that one. I I'd imagine that like uh, I'm not going to call out anybody specifically, but somebody was standing directly in front of the camera through half that set, so it might not have been something that we could have used. Um you know, not usable footage, but then, so it was like, okay, when we do it at the next show, I'll make sure to, you know, put that up somewhere. Um, so that was, it was the so second the time. The
2: problem is that people were watching us.
0: Yes. No, it, it was, it was not that people were watching. It was that people were specifically standing directly in front of the camera and having a conversation. <laughs> and again, I'm it's not, time I, the
2: I, camera you know,
0: I guess, I don't think I could have. I think the, the the problem with stamps is like you can only put the camera as high as the tripod will go. And I think back then I only had a tripod that didn't go up nearly as high as the one I've got now. Um, and uh, because and that's you know, that's if you're keeping the camera plugged in, which for a half hour, 45 minute set, you you kind of have to or the battery's going to die. So I hate when people talk throughout a show like, why are you here? Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, of course, I was sitting there texting you guys all through uh, Anti-Flag. The other, I'm wearing one of their shirts. You can't tell it's one of their shirts, but I'm wearing one of their shirts. Um, I got it because you couldn't tell it was one of their shirts. It says uh, "Drop pucks, not bombs." And so I didn't.
2: Why would you even get it? Hockey. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs>
0: Yeah, like if you're just looking at this on the on the camera right now, I, maybe if you're watching it full screen, maybe you can tell that this says anti-flag in the NHL logo here. But if you're just looking at this in like the the small window here, like I'm looking at, it, you, it just looks like an NHL logo.
2: Fair I,
0: I do have, uh, I did get an, a shirt that does have anti-flags logo on it very prominently, uh, but I got that. Uh, because it was for Punk Rock Saves Lives, which is a Facebook uh, group that Karina and I are in, um, and it's a, it's an, you know they they do uh, basically what they what they say they do. They're they're punks trying to help other punks, and uh, they were on tour with Anti Flag this time. They had a, they had um, like they had a couple of just. Uh, 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 punk rock saves lives. They had a hoodie, which was 50 bucks. They had another shirt that they only had like in three X. So it was like, okay, I guess I'm going to get the anti flag one because I definitely want to buy a shirt from them to support them. So we got some patches and stuff too. Um, they were actually uh, getting people to sign up for the uh, bone marrow registry uh, at the show. So the, like in an, in an effort to kind of like, uh, You know, get people to sign up for the bone marrow registry so people who need, you know, bone marrow transplants or whatever would be able to have access to those. Um, They also have a a program, uh, I forget what the name of the program is, but they have a program where they uh, supply like uh, feminine products to those in need who who can't uh, get them otherwise. Which uh, we thought was cool because they had like uh, they had a little display box with their patches, their stickers, and stuff like that, and they had like tampons in there. And Karina was like, "I think that's the coolest thing." And and the dude that was there selling them is actually like him and his wife run the Punk Rock Saves Lives organization, and he was telling us all about uh, you know that uh, initiative, uh, which is just really cool. Like and and you know that group is really uh, positive to be in. Uh, and you get like stories from punks who are, you know, going through some shit, and they're, they're, you know, they're always, you know, everybody in there is like really helpful. Nobody's nobody's a dick, you know. Um, but uh cool. yeah, um, so so you know, I had to buy some merch from them, and uh, you know, it just happened to be it had anti flag on the shirt, so <laughs> you know. Which I'll probably I will probably I feel bad for probably, making fun of you I will probably wear that shirt in the next things you might not know whenever I shoot that so if I remember send Kirsten an invite I will send I I will definitely send you an invite uh, I'll send you an invite too, kev just because it's I a, would like that it's a great great group to be in Um, but, yeah, they they have that, and they also have, I guess, a, a secondary, like, a, I mean, not that the group is secondary to the Punk Rock Saves Lives lives group. Uh, they have a second group uh, that is dedicated specifically to, uh, like, mental health. So, um, which I don't think I'm a part of that one, but, you know, they're, like, if, if anybody ever needs, anybody, like, needs to reach out, needs someone to talk to, that group is there. Um, pretty clear. So really cool to, uh, that, that, you know, they were on tour with anti flag and we got to meet the dude and talk to the dude for a little bit. Uh, we're going to play some music now. Uh, this is, uh, it's over and out. It's our friends, friends of the show. Rob was listening earlier. I don't know if he still is, uh, over and out is playing Saturday at hotel. Dalmatia as part of on the cinders sedentary escape release party. Uh, that show starts at 7 PM cover is five to $10 pay what you want. Uh, but if you pay $15, you get you get admission and a copy of Sedentary Escape on 10-inch vinyl. So I I've already got that, so I'll just make the $10 donation at the door. I am planning on going on Saturday, so uh, hopefully I'll see a lot see some of the viewers out there and uh, enjoying that show. That's that's gonna be a killer show. But uh, over and outs on that one. This song is uh, called Agree to Disagree on all WNY and Think So Joe show.
1: I me, mean, it gets late and you know, can't be friends anymore, life's so short, don't give up, this is it, all we've got, I seem to be so depressed. Just hanging out, having fun You can't and you know Can't be friends anymore Life's so short, don't give up This is it, all we've got Let's agree to disagree get this result, please don't shout at me Stop making sense But somehow we continue arguing It gets late and you know Can't be friends anymore Life's so short, don't give up This is it, all we've got so short. Don't give up. This is it. All we've got. It's the way way it should be. be. I'm not yours. Can you see? You don't care.
0: over and out on all WNY I think so Joe show a great song about mental health to continue on from what we were talking about before the break, I just sent you and Kirsten invites. I, I am actually in the mental health group uh, as opposed to the uh, straight up punk rock saves lives group. Um, so that's what I sent you guys Thank a link you. to. Uh, it's a great group to be in nonetheless. So, um, but a great organization, Thank great, uh, great cause just trying to help, uh, you know, Punk's less fortunate than other punks, you know? (laughs) I don't have you unmuted. There you are. I hit a wrong button somewhere. There you
2: are. I've been muted this whole time?
0: Just since we got back from the uh, song break.
2: (laughs) You son of a bitch.
0: I hit the button to mute uh, like a phone caller instead of uh, to unmute it, to mute a phone caller rather than unmute the uh, USB connections. <laughs> so,
2: okay, and I'm sure it was accidental.
0: It absolutely was. I thought I had my fingers on the microphone and the USB button, but eh. mm-hmm. what are you gonna do? Yes, Rob, I will in indeed send you an invite to that group. Actually, let me do that right now while I'm thinking about it because I will forget right uh, now.
1: Hey. There we go. So
0: send invites. There we go. Cool, man. Oh, I um, didn't just get us demonetized, did I? I don't even know what you were singing, so probably not. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, we're not making money off this anyway. So, <laughs> um, we like we've made money off the podcast, and I can tell you exactly how much. Uh, that is, uh, over the, over the course of time that we've had this podcast going out on Anchor, uh, and as our distributor, uh, we've made $20 and 52 cents.
2: Ooh. And how, uh, what's the the course of time we're looking at for that? Uh,
0: it looks like since, uh, April of 2019.
2: (laughs) So. all right. Yeah. Rolling in it. No wonder you can afford all that equipment. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah, totally. From this podcast, not not at all from uh, from you know work <laughs> using this equipment to make the money to buy more equipment. And now I'm looking at like now I'm looking at more guitar equipment, and now I'm looking at more audio equipment, and more like I have a rack in here now. So it's like, ooh, what can I get for this rack? Which the cloud lifter was the whole impetus of me buying the rack, and now I can't like I'm not using it
2: so <laughs> use it for decoration
0: I guess um no I'm, I'm gonna like I said I'm gonna probably try and find out uh you know what uh if there's anything my neighbor and I can kind of work out where I where I'm not getting interference like that or uh I might try to put it elsewhere in the room and see if that helps um but uh worst case scenario I'll just throw it up on reverb and be like yo guys I can't use this try and get some of my money back on it.
2: Sounds like a good plan. Stephen. Yeah.
0: It is what it is. I thought, "Hey, if I get this cloud lifter and I get this uh, you know, really good uh vocal microphone, like the SM7B is like the microphone uh of choice for like many, many, many music producers. It's been used on albums such as like Thriller and The Black Album." So, <laughs> you know, like really top selling albums. So it's like, all right, if it's good enough for
2: them, it's good enough for my voiceover stuff. (laughs) Listen, none of it's going to be better than my SM 55. I'm just going to record everything with that.
0: (laughs) It'll sound great. I promise. That's, that's the fancy looking one, right? The the old fashioned, like silver one. Yeah. I, I wanted one of those for the longest time, especially when I was like singing in a band and then like, they released like black ones, and I'm like ooh, but I could never afford them at the time. And now that I can afford them, I'm like I really have no use for that. <laughs> I mean, I guess I could, I love that song. I could put it on my you know on my mic stand and uh, use it while we're playing it and just be like you know mini Metallica up on stage, except they have black ones with like uh, you know the the grill cloth is red. <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah, no. When Nikki got me the silver and blue one, she was originally going to get me the black and red one, but apparently that one was uh very hard to come by. Yeah. Of no, I, I I have been lusting over that style microphone since I was like seventeen years old. Mm-hmm. So I'm very happy to have one.
0: We uh, we played the long, cold, dark earlier. Would it surprise you to know that they do have the black one? <laughs> huge Metallica fans over there have, have the black SM 55. <laughs> I'll tell you that what, man, makes I, sense. I started, I started voiceover with an SM 58 and like the cheapest fucking this thing actually <laughs> radio shack, four channel stereo is. sound mixer with, with uh, quarter inch inputs. And no, like USB out. I had to go, like, I had to take uh, an aux to uh, like uh, eighth inch cable into the mic input on my computer, and that's what I started po- started uh, podcasting at home with. And I started, what the fuck, man? It was one nothing Buffalo. Now it's three nothing Boston. Anyway, uh, but yeah, I started, oh no, I started. I, started, uh, I mean, I'm I'm kind of glad I decided to do the show instead of going to the game tonight. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I am also glad because otherwise I would just be sitting on my couch right now.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I mean like uh I'll I'll get back to games eventually. Right now my plan is to uh go to the Over and Out show on uh, the the you know over uh, on the Cinder show on uh on Saturday night and uh then not leave my house for 2 weeks as I uh wait to go to or three I guess. Let me see. That's, uh, that'd be, that'd be three weeks. Not leave my house for three weeks before I go to San Francisco.
2: Claim it safe.
0: Yeah, I, I might, I might, I haven't, I, I got to look again at like what the releases are for uh, record store day, Black Friday, for Black Friday record store day. I might go to Revolver at like three in the morning and, uh, and sit outside in the cold and wait to go in and buy some records, but. Uh, and that mostly just for the social aspect of it, because I don't think there's really anything I'm super interested in in that uh, in this year's uh Black Friday releases, but you know, I don't
2: do record store day stuff. I don't see the point personally. It depends if you want something,
0: honestly, like like, you know, the last time I was like, i I want to get, you know, here's a list of stuff I want to get. So I got there like, like, the first time I had a list of stuff I wanted, and I also had a list of stuff Brian wanted because Brian was like, hey, I can't go. Can you get me some of this stuff? And I got him half of what he was looking for because I showed up at 7 o'clock not knowing it was a thing that people lined up at 4 o'clock in the morning for. Um. So when I went the second time, it's it's raining, and I went at 4 o'clock in the morning, and I'm sitting out. It's me and just this other dude just sitting right, sitting right outside the door under the awning, umbrellas out, just kind of like, having a chat and I, I think I I posted something earlier in the year. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't really see anything in this black Friday release I want. And the dude that was sitting next to me outside at the record store was like, yeah, I'll see you on, I'll see you on black Friday. (laughs) So now I'm kind of thinking like, man, maybe, maybe there's something I want. I don't know. Uh But the, you know, like sometimes you'll get a release like last year, uh we, we I, I've now got this, but not the record store day exclusive release. Uh was uh Space Hog Resident Alien, which I know is one of your favorite albums and mine. Uh I, I discovered it way later than uh than like it came out. Like I, I was I got it as like a deal for a digital download or I found it somewhere on CD and I I I bought it and I'm just like listening to it, it's like, oh man, why didn't I buy this like back when it came out? And so when it came out on vinyl and I saw it was a record store day release, I, you know, it was during the pandemic. I mean, not that we're not still in the middle of the pandemic, but it was during like lockdown and I couldn't like go out and get it. Uh, I mean, I suppose I could, but you know, I was going with Brian later in the day. Uh, and by the time I got there, they didn't have it. And I, and I was kind of bummed about that and it, it never dropped in price. I'm sure it has now, now that they've like released another version of it that as soon as I saw was like, I'm going out first thing tomorrow and I'm buying this because I need this record on vinyl. I'll get that one. Yeah. Um, But like, you know, it's a, it's a problem of, uh, you know, some of these things you're not going to be able to get a lot of the things you can get later for like the same price or maybe even less. I mean, like right now, if you wanted to get uh, Green Jello's Record Store Day release from a couple of years ago, which is the uh, uh, Green Jello uh, Green Jello Sucks documentary soundtrack, that's still like everywhere. Uh, plus, the record label ended up re-releasing all of their Black all of their uh, Record Store Day stuff. Um, but there's Record Store Day stuff where, like, you know, you can't get it for less than a hundred bucks. And I'm not spending that much on a on a single record, you know, like a box set maybe, but you know, I'm not gonna I like just hate gonna...
2: sorry. No, go ahead. No, I, say, I, I, I just hate the, the culture that's been built around it. Like it's it's the same thing with like free comic book day, where like it's something that used to be fun and it used to be for people who genuinely liked the shit. But now it's taken over by the people who just want to buy the shit so they can turn around and resell the shit at a 300 percent fucking profit.
0: I'll tell you what, when I went to the one, uh, the last one, and I I went at four in the morning and I'm sitting next to this dude and I find out that this dude is the dude that's there first every time. And uh, the first one I went to when I got there at at seven o'clock, we saw this dude go in and he comes out with boxes of records and we're just thinking like, oh, fuck, that's all going to go up on eBay. Uh, as I'm sitting there talking to this dude, he's like, dude, I've never sold a record in my life. I literally bought what I wanted and went and went home, and I've listened to all of them since then. Uh, most recently, at that point, he had listened to Rage Against the Machines' uh, live album that they had put out for the first record store day this year and said uh, his wife really hated it. Um <laughs> But I, uh, but as, uh, and now, and now I'm right behind this guy in line and I'm watching him. He's got a list. He knows what he wants. His wife kind of shows up like at the last minute, which didn't help the appearance of him flipping things. Um, but apparently like he just can't carry all that shit. So his wife comes and helps him. But he literally was like, he bought one of everything he wanted. Like people were thinking like, oh, she comes, gets in line with him. And then they both buy one of everything, um which is not the case he and he he literally just buys one of every everything he wants. he doesn't buy anything he doesn't want, and pays for it with his credit card. I think he paid like fourteen hundred bucks in front of me last time <laughs> um so I, so you know but everybody everybody in line was like, "Oh, that dude, those are all going to be up on eBay." And apparently not. that's
2: unfortunately the case most oh, of the time. Oh, <laughs>
0: absolutely. You know what I found out yesterday is uh, Terry Funk, the, uh, the, the pro wrestler, for those of you who don't know, uh, legendary uh, hardcore pro wrestler, actually has two albums out.
2: I and, believe that.
0: Uh, and I was on, uh, as soon as I found this out, I was immediately on Discogs trying to uh, see how much it would cost me to get both of them because the timing lined up with they would have been out on vinyl. And so the cheapest copy of his album, Great Texan, is going for $174.99 U.S. shipped in very good condition. Uh, The cheapest one in near mint condition is $407.99. Uh, and his other album, Texas Bronco, is much more reasonable. The cheapest one is going for $58.99.
2: Such reasonable. Much wow.
0: <laughs> much more reasonable than $400 for him. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. I sat there, like I, I, because uh, I found that, like I mentioned, I was doing the uh, Terry Funk story for Wrestle With Andy, and he, uh, when I, I sent him that information This morning, because I stopped in the middle of the script just to be like, I'm going to forget about this if I don't look at this right now. (laughs) So I sent him that information and he sent me uh, one of the songs, which was uh, which is called Barbara Streisand's Nose. And it's set to uh, the music is basically beat it by Michael Jackson and uh so i'm like this isn't even half bad i mean it, it it's it's terrible because it's because it's you know terry funk can't sing but at the same time it's like for terry funk singing this stuff this is actually not <laughs> not terrible and i listen to the rest of it and it's just like this this complete like pop record <laughs> and it's like what the fuck um and so I ended up just, uh, you know, I listened to the whole thing on, on YouTube. And I'm like, I I would totally buy this if it wasn't $400. $400? <laughs> what the
2: fuck?
0: Yeah, that's... I'm a, sorry, what the that, fuck? That's a little too much for me, is the 400 So... <laughs> the most I think I've spent on a record was uh, probably around 200 And that was for a box set, you know? <laughs> like wasn't for anything used like I have a record I want in my want list and it's been in my want list because I can't find it for less than 90 bucks and it's like it's not worth 90 bucks to me like I, I would pay maybe 40 50 at the most I think the least I've seen it was like 65 and I'm like eh, maybe and then I'm like eh, nah. and that's um, it's a band called common rider it's literally their only album Uh, And I have a 7-inch, which is actually, uh, like, it's actually Karina's. Uh, I have a 7-inch of theirs, and one of the songs has uh, Billy Joe Armstrong on it from Green Day. Interesting. Yeah. Billy Joe Armstrong did a lot of shit around the time uh, Green Day hit it big, uh, including doing Common (laughs) Rider. He wrote wrote Radio with Rancid. So... Hmm. Yeah, he did. He did a he did a lot of shit back then. He's still doing a lot of shit. You still got like Foxboro hot tubs and all that shit. So, I'm
2: thinking about this, and I think the most I've ever paid for a record is twenty bucks.
0: I wish I could find records for twenty bucks at this point. Actually, I just bought one for twenty bucks uh, last week. I bought Sugar Called Start Static.
2: Well, I used to get a lot of mine when I was a store manager for Hot Topic. Fair and. <laughs> I had a 20% discount on all music. So fair.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I just, I was, I was going to go to the record store last week. I was just kind of like, I feel like getting out of the house. Let me go to the record store. Let me see, you know, look through the used bin and kind of, uh, buy some of the shit that I have seen on their, on their Facebook page that I was like, I want that, but haven't had the desire to like go or the time to go. Um, So I, but then I'm sitting there and the only thing I found that I really wanted that's come out in the past couple of months was uh, Start Static by Sugar Cult. And I'm like, do I really want to go to the record store for that? And then I went on their website and I'm like, I could just order it and have it shipped. And then I'm like, can I just get it cheaper on Amazon? And I got it for like 20 bucks on Amazon. Uh, When Brian and I, we are driving up to John's house one day. He was listening to to Sugar Cult, and he was listening to uh, both Start Static and Palm Trees and Power Lines, the follow-up album, and we start talking about Sugar Cult, and Brian's like, yeah, I really wish they would put this out on vinyl, but I asked them about it, and they said they it's up to the record label because they don't own the songs, and now the record label has put out Start Static, 20th anniversary edition. I'm like, man, Brian's not here to enjoy this.
2: Yeah.
0: I will enjoy it on his behalf. I I was a fan of that band when they were uh, still doing stuff. So, I actually, I got um, Palm Trees and Power Lines, that second record, I got from, uh, I actually got straight from their record label. I got uh, the the CD. Uh, Back in the day, right, I think before it came out, I was supposed to go interview Sugar Cult. Uh, We were doing a... I had a website at the time called stupidfivepin.com. Uh <laughs> which was uh, my, my buddy and I started it. We were uh, working as DJs at the local bowling alley and we'd, we'd quite often just leave the five pin when we were bowling and we just a stupid five pin. And we, it, that evolved to like stupid dot And then I bought the domain and we started doing stuff with that. Uh, and I was going to do a, like a secondary, like a sub site of that, um, that was uh, just like an entertainment blog uh, where we would talk about music and stuff, which is actually how I ended up on like damage plans uh, uh, mailing list and, and wound up finding out about Dimebag, like the morning after uh, he was killed uh, was, was being on that mailing list because I was trying to get like stuff for giveaways and stuff like that um, or or on that street team anyway. Um, But uh, one of the I was trying to set up to interview Sugar Cult, and I actually managed to like you know they sent me a press kit and all that it had the new album, uh, and all the press uh, release stuff that uh, that uh, surrounded it, and I was supposed to go interview them on Easter at a place called, uh, geez, What the fuck was the name of the place? I think it was Club Infinity. Is that was that the. Was that the one in, uh, in, in like Clarence or wherever the fuck, like out of the, yep. like right in the, like, like way out of the way there. Um, yep.
2: I, I, have I've been there a, a few times. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, I, I wasn't dry.
0: I didn't have a car at that point. Like I had a license at that point, but I didn't have a car. Um, and I, it was, it was like 17 years ago. So my kid was like just a baby, you know, and it was, it was Easter. So it was Sunday. So the bus schedules were all fucked. So I was like, I will figure this out. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do this interview, and then I'll figure it out. But my, you know, my kid's mom, right? To rightly to an extent, was like, no, you need to like, that's how are you getting home? What are you doing? You, you gotta, you know, you have a kid at home that you need to be home taking care of. And and, and to an extent, she was kind of right. But at the same time, I'm still mad about it. Um, I come to fi- <laughs> I, I come to find out. Uh, From from some other uh, friends of mine who actually uh, would like help me out in in getting like uh, contact info for publicists uh, that like Sugar Cult had an Easter egg hunt for all the uh, all the press that was there. So I'm like, damn it, I missed this. Like, that would have been so much fun to do. But, uh, you know, I, I got talked out of it. So, you know,
2: it's not that she's wrong. You're just salty.
0: Yeah, right. Uh, sure. We'll I mean, uh, you know, I mean, there, she used that excuse for a lot of stuff that I could have done back then that, uh, you know, I, I never ended up doing like um, becoming a pro wrestling referee. Actually, I was going to become a manager. I was going to be a referee first and they were going to turn me heel and I was going to manage one of their one of their acts that they were trying to get over. um. But, uh, but they, uh, you know, and I, I went and I hung out at like the, you know, the, where they, where they, uh, did the training for the local wrestling promotion, Empire State Wrestling back in the day, uh, which was on like Williams road or no on, on Niagara Falls Boulevard, just past, uh, Williams, uh, Williams road where, where the Summit Park mall is there. And, uh, actually a little bit past the airport. And I went there, and I I hung out. My buddy, uh, Inferno Johnny Adams, was one of the trainers there, so I got to go hang out with him, and, uh, you know, I refereed a match. They're like, you're better than our actual referees. I'd never done it before. <laughs> it was my first time. Um, so, And they had, like, this really big dude. I forget his name. Uh, but he, he took a bump, and, uh, like, they were training him, like, how to work a big man match. So they're like, okay, I'm going to try and body slam you, you, I I can't do it. I'm going to try and body slam you, I can't do it, and then I'm going to body slam you. And so once he took that body slam, I kind of, like, as soon as he hit the mat, I jumped just to kind of make it look like, you know, the mat shook. (laughs) And, uh, but they were like, dude, that was, that was like so cool. We, you know, that, that you did that. Like our, our actual referees aren't as good as you. And so I was gonna, I was gonna do that, but I got talked out of it. And I, i you know, that one I disagree with because I would have been gone like one night a, a month to do the shows.
2: So and, that and, and like I, a fun
0: job. And I would have been making money. You know what I mean? So like, I, I, I disagreed with that one, but I, you know, she won that argument, and I never ended up doing it. Um, so you know, I never did get uh, directly involved in the pro wrestling industry. Anyway. We're uh, hmm. we're we're past the time we were uh, we were supposed to stop talking. I didn't set a timer. Oh, this Oh no, minute. they might find us. I didn't set a timer this week. <laughs> uh, this is uh, this is. I actually met one of the dudes uh, from this band at our, our at our last show that we played, the one at Tudor. Uh, he was he was there. He told us how much he uh, actually enjoyed our set, which was cool. Oh. Uh, I think this might be the first time we're actually playing their band on this show, though. Uh, This is Soul Butchers, who are playing Revolution Gallery's five-year anniversary at uh, 9 p.m. on Friday. Uh, That show is 21 and over, and proof of vaccination is required. Uh, And this is Soul Butchers. This song's called Landfall. And we'll see you guys next week right here on All WNY Think So Joe Show. There's the button.